Welcome to the Improvising Life Podcast, where we explore how life can be more livable. This is Lori Crawford, your host. Today we're starting a new series, or segment rather, that I'm calling Lori Robin Rambles. It's been on my mind for really since the podcast began, but I just hadn't done it. I'm in a a recent conversation with someone in a cohort that I'm in um, was really sort of like the breath of fresh air to try it out so what I'm going to play around with is having um, like two to three minutes where I'm just like able to riff off of sort of what's on the most top of mind so that way I can just like relieve some of that mental pressure um, and then get into this flow state perhaps of what the sort of meat and potatoes of the podcast episode is and so like right now what's really on my mind is you know so I was back in the office for my my day job the past few days um, for a little bit and this is the most I've been in the office since before COVID right and so um there's just this like noticing of how so many other people's like experience is sort of like back to normal and quote quote normal meaning like what their life was like before COVID right so like really um going right back to prioritizing like productivity and being in this place of work um and just noticing how viscerally that doesn't feel like where I'm at right so like I don't ever want to go back to what that normal felt like and so just really like feeling this bodily sensation of just like relief that the hour training I was facilitating was over each day of just like okay like I I don't um, need or want to be in this office setting anymore Um, you know like I did my hour for the day and that's like way more than enough Um, and just noticing that right and trying not to judge that and noticing how everyone else seemed to be you know like really enjoying you know being in that that sort of office setting or group atmosphere or whatever it is um and you know and so I just have this curiosity too of like what ways we have or don't have to sort of check in and like you know and understanding the privilege that I have of of being able to do my work from home right and so you know the fact that it just feels all for me simply because it it isn't something that I've had to do um meaning like I haven't had to be in office in that way this whole time and so yeah I'm just at this point of like real curiosity of of just can I listen to my body can those cues be enough of a confirmation that you know really telling my boss like I have to work from home you know was the right thing for me and after years of of sharing that out but not having you know the the sole benefit that I've you know the, the reality of a pandemic as broad as that you know for a period of time everyone had to be out of office that really then gave me a place to be modeling like hey I do function well outside of the office so that is my Lori Robin Ramble segment for today all right so today's episode you know is really going to be furthering this conversation or idea of like our relationship with our body right so in my ramble I was saying that I had to this visceral experience with my body of just being like okay cool it's time to go bye and like running out of the office and what's so funny for the transparency is I'm in my car in the parking lot outside of the office recording this episode (laughs) because um I just checked in with Nate he's watching Mercury and like she's asleep on him so I know if I were to drive home right and then like need to be recording this when I get home I'd either be waking her up when I go or like I just want to have time and you know I'm already a few days beyond when I'd wanted to record an episode so really giving myself this permission to play around with this idea so I packed up my laptop and the microphone this morning when I left and just had this nudge of like you know I'm gonna try to record while I'm out and so I'm (laughs) recording from the parking lot right 
and and that that's feeling okay with my body right things are flowing out I don't feel like I'm I'm uh, like struggling to get this out so just like allowing this bodily nudge that I had to be enough right and so you know this episode is a sort of a, a, a breakout point from our last episode with Dr. Alexis Edwards and one of the topics that came in in that episode was you know this realization for me of how our body relationship like many of our other relationships isn't one-sided right we often our our reality is that most of our relationships are one-sided you know where someone's giving everything someone's taking everything and just realizing that that's how we're taught to be in relationship with our body right our body just needs to do what we tell it to and it's this place of control from our mind but in fact our body relationship isn't one-sided and and the fact that we've been operating sort of a against the grain of of what feels more natural for our body I'm just curious on how that impacts our quality of life or just like how we're experiencing reality like how is adulting really weighing on us and so I wanted to share out three signs that you're in a one-sided relationship with your body these aren't the only three signs these are just ones that came through that felt relatable to my own ever-shifting relationship with my body so sign number one, you don't have a check-in practice. You, know, you might be hearing this like, what does it mean to check in with my body, right? You don't have a check-in practice. So you're going through, let's say, you know calendar-wise you're having a busy week, right? Your time, you're booked back to back to back. You may have multiple th- things you're juggling, whether that's jobs, uh, caregiving, both, uh, family shit, adulting shit. You've got to get jerked car license renew or whatever you know all the things and yet in that time there isn't a single moment where you're checking in with your body so that's sign number one right you're, you're like I don't even know what that would look like sign number two would be that you don't believe the cues your body is giving you right so your mind is not believing the cues your body gives you and this makes me think of the meme where <laughs> it'll say me um like i have a headache uh my eyes are sensitive my stomach hurts all these things you know your body's saying that and then also me it says like i should drink another coffee you know and then your body's just like i'm asking for a cup of water i mean that's not what the actual meme is i'm doing a horrible job describing it (laughs) but it's that idea where it's like we're not believing body cues you know we might realize that our jaw hurts oh that's probably because we're clenching our jaw but we don't then take the time to stretch out our jaw right so my stomach just growled so like if I wasn't believing that I'd be like there's no way I can be hungry mm, I already had enough calories with my breakfast this morning like no like my body is saying look oh you just did a lot of mental output for the past hour and a half you're hungry you're gonna need to refuel right and so often we don't believe our body cues because we've been made to really pathologize our bodies right of like there has to be something that is like wrong with our bodies if we're getting these cues yeah what's fucking wrong is that we've been adulting on autopilot and not acknowledging our body or its needs for so long so how else would we have access to anything other than what feels like something that needs fixed right but it's always like fixing the symptoms not the cause of them so if you are someone and this is like so normal right this is not a judgy thing because I have every other day I'm realizing I'm out of balance with this um especially now as a a full-time caregiver as well it's like we don't believe the cues our body gives and what happens over time is our body will stop giving those cues 
because we haven't been listening, right? And so the third sign is that we're at this place of like overscheduling ourselves to intentionally drown out our cues or disconnect with our body. And this is one of the trippier signs because it's it is coming often from a subconscious place. Your mind may not realize this is what you're doing, but this can be the sensation or feeling of, of it's uncomfortable to not have your day fully scheduled, right? You're like, oh, I have 20 minutes of time here. Let me go add something in, right? So the sign is that like, if you find it uncomfortable or difficult to actually just be with yourself or notice your body or have a moment with your body where you're not trying to like make your body do anything, Right, so if you're overscheduling yourself to not actually have embodiment time, meaning like you're just in and with your body, that's another sign that your relationship with your body is one-sided. Okay, cool. So now we have these indicators, right? We have a few signs. Why does this matter, right? I think of it as like the what and the so what. The so what of this is if we're experiencing life with a one-sided relationship with our body, it's really this sensation of like not only pushing a boulder up a mountain but we're also in roller skates right it's just life is already hard and there's these ways that we're making it even harder for ourselves and I'm the queen of making things harder than they need to be and so when we're able to shift to having a more symbiotic or mutual a two-sided relationship with our body what that might look like is literally looking at these three signs and sort of reverse engineering them can I create a check-in practice with my body? You know, and in my course, Yes and Yesterday, that is what that basis is. It's creating a, a series of check-in practices. So, you know, to give you a sneak peek of that, I start my day with checking in and asking, what does my body need? So I'm physically scanning and checking, what does it need? Oftentimes, especially because I'm sleeping and, you know, breastfeeding, I have a baby, like, it's usually something with my neck being stiff, my shoulders, like I've been in a weird position for days on end. So it's usually a small movement practice of just, like, yes-anding it and being like, you know what, I'm feeling this discomfort, here's a way I can shift that. And intending to my body in that way. For a second sign, when you don't believe the cue's given, what shifting that from sort of that situation ship to being in relationship with your body can look like getting curious about that cue oh I noticed my stomach growling oh shit it's 1 p.m I haven't eaten since 9 a.m wow I really see how I haven't eaten enough recently and getting curious right creating that space to to you know and again this doesn't mean you have to believe every single body cue right because that can overwhelm your system you know if you're not able to create any distance between them sometimes you just need that space but if we can invite in curiosity of can I sense and notice this cue is happening and if it is happening what might that be conveying to me how can I check in with myself in that way and thirdly if you're someone who's already you know, prone to overscheduling yourself, why not schedule in a time that is specifically for you and your body? This can be something like an alarm on your phone that goes off at you know, noon every single day. You know, I have one at 9 a.m. that you know, just says breathe into your body. Because even if I'm not up at 9 a.m., when I wake up, and you know, I am someone who unfortunately uh, you know, checks my phone as soon as I wake up to look to see if, uh, what messages I have. I'll see that, right? So it's, that prompt still finds me whenever I'm waking up. 
And then that third practice, right, of scheduling and time for my body helps reinforce the first part, that first practice of having that check-in practice. Because then if my mind doesn't immediately go to ask, what does my body need? Seeing that note on my phone of taking a breath, that then supports me because that reminds me, oh yeah, let me check with my body. What else do I need to be on the breath? Right, so it's these small shifts that help me have a more mutual relationship with my body that isn't one-sided. And what I personally notice over time is from these shifts is that I'm not getting to this point of, of overload, you know, that I speak about often. Uh, I'm, I'm not getting to that point so frequently, right? I'm able to notice like, oh, you know what? Like I have survived off of cookies <laughs> in my postpartum experience. I just, it is what it is. It's something about the texture of them. It's really fast to grab. I know that. And also I can really tell that my system just gets sluggish when I'm not also making sure I'm eating other things. So I, you know, and I've had to be, shift my diet a lot um, for allergens to take better care of mercury. And also noticing that that means my body's going through a lot of shifts. So, you know, that what that can look like to give sort of a model of a practice of checking in, of being like, okay, I'm hungry right now, checking in. What does it feel like I want to eat, right? Do I already have a headache? So I probably have had too much sugar today. So I need something that feels more nutritional in my body so that's usually I ask like what colors of the rainbow can I eat okay I can grab some sweet potato I have some basil and pea pesto I can add that in for some color oh there's a salsa that I want okay cool and now I you know I'm going to go ahead and add some black beans right so like I'm sort of having this check-in practice so I'm first acknowledging the body cues okay I'm hungry I'm curious I'm checking what might I want to eat okay I've had a lot of sugar I can tell I have a headache maybe I want something that's more uh, grounding in my body and then being able to have a moment where I'm like, at least my first few bites, I'm trying to really notice how does this feel while I eat it? Like I'm a very texture-based eater. So I might say, oh, this feels delicious. Like I think food reviewers say like it has a good mouth feel, right? So I'm in that moment, you know, and that's where Mercury might be asking for my spoon or like curious about my food. But like those are the moments where I like just hold her somewhere where she's safe. I close my eyes. I let myself have those few bites. And in that moment... I'm really like having that mini scheduled in time of being able to be with my body of like, mm, yeah, or being like, no, this meal combination absolutely sucked ass. So now I know next time that's not what I want. Right. And so I was really hoping that like this way of, of sort of like, you know, pointing out signs that we aren't in relationship with our body in a way that feels respectful of our body can also just be this huge wide open door like platform to get curious on how we can shift in to having a different relationship right how can we practice non-judgment or just observing like oh yeah I've been kind of in this place of mentally telling my body what it should be doing you know and knowing like that message came from somewhere you didn't think that yourself and also what does it look like to have these more tangible small practices and then this curiosity of over time how does that shift how does life become more livable sounds we got sounds all right everybody thank you so much i uh, apparently wanted to do a lot of melodic uh, transition sounds from the car i am noticing cue that <laughs> i have to poop <laughs> sharing that out so my body's like yes we were literally shifting energy and now you have to go you were talking about food you need to eat we're getting ready for this lunch so i'm going to go ahead and <laughs> leave you with this uh maybe for some of you overshare i think it's just great to normalize the human experience which includes bodily functions but i hope that this episode finds you with the fullest amount of love and liveliness that i can share out with you
And as always, have a razzle-dazzle day. And if that's not accessible, you can put an F on front and have a frazzle-dazzle day. And if you're interested in learning more about the Yes and Yesterday embodiment course, I will have that linked in the show notes. The quick and dirty of it, actually the quick and shiny, squeaky empowerment bit of it, is that it is a way to formulate um, really simple, easily to implement practices of really being able to check in with yourself and start shifting the weight of your day as it's happening. So that way you're not carrying in the full load into the next day, right? Because it's the idea that every today becomes a yesterday eventually. So what happens if we're able to start processing life as it's lifing? And then do we, you know, have that room to wake up with a little bit more capacity the next day? What if, you know, when we're checking in in our bodies, when we wake up, there isn't as much shit to shift around because we've been doing these little bite-sized chunks throughout the day. So more details are in the links in the show note, and I appreciate you so, so much. Until next time.